0: All right, you internet creatures, I'm Dave Rubin, and today we have another Friday panel extravaganza for you. Joining me today are three first-time guests to the show, editor-in-chief from the post-millennial Libby Emmons, author of the upcoming book, Am I Crazy? An unapologetic patriot takes on the insanity of today's woke world. Chad Prather, who's also running for governor of Texas, we'll get into that, and opinion journalist at the New York Post, the often banned from Twitter New York Post, Rob Aurora. Welcome to the Rubin Report, everybody. Thanks. Hey, Reed. Great to be here. All right. I'm glad to have the three of you here. I've wanted to have all of you on for, for quite some time. Uh, there's a lot to unpack today. We're just going to review some of the nonsense of the week, but let, let's start with Biden because he gave a speech yesterday, that was just an endless series of lies. Almost everything he said was either an outright lie, either intentionally or uh, perhaps not intentionally. If he doesn't know what he's saying, it's a little unclear at this point. So let's, uh, let's throw to some video. Here's Biden on how unvaccinated people, or sorry, how vaccinated people
1: can't spread COVID. And we know there is no other way to beat the pandemic than to get the vast majority of Americans vaccinated. It's as simple as that. And to, sp- and to, to spread to our children, to spread throughout society, our hospitals, or the risk of other variants, it's all dangerous and obvious, but we're still not there. We have to beat this thing. So, while I didn't race uh, to do it right away, that's why I've had to move toward requirements that everyone get vaccinated where I had the authority to do that. That wasn't my first instinct. My administration is now requiring federal workers to be vaccinated. We've also required federal contractors to be vaccinated. If you have a contract with the federal government working for the federal government, you have to be vaccinated. We're requiring active duty military to be vaccinated. We're making sure healthcare workers are vaccinated because if you seek care at a healthcare facility, you should have the certainty that the people providing that care are protected from COVID and cannot spread it to you. Okay, so the last line there is is
0: the key line. The implication being that if you are vaccinated, you cannot spread COVID. Libby, uh, before I spread it, uh, before I spread it to you, before I throw it to you, from NBC this week. When infected with the Delta variant, a given contact was 65% less likely to test positive if the person from whom the exposure occurred was fully vaccinated with two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. So yes, it sounds like it might do something to stop the spread if you're vaccinated, but he's absolutely lying there. He's saying if you're vaccinated, you're not gonna spread. You've been writing a bit about this.
2: I have been writing about this, and that speech was interesting for a number of reasons, one of which was that much of it was entirely nonsensical. The lies, as you point out as well. But prior to his giving a speech, there were three people that gave a speech beforehand, uh, spoke Lori Lightfoot among them. And they were all wearing masks. They were wearing masks at the microphone. And undoubtedly, they are all vaccinated. So if vaccinated can't spread COVID, why is everybody all masked up? <laughs> I, you know, this is, I think we keep asking this question. And as to what Biden was saying in terms of his original instinct was not to require any sort of mandates for vaccines, which, of course, he said, I believe um, was it in December, something along those lines, he was very clear about that. Now he's decided that uh, the crisis is so big. And of course, this is a crisis president. If there wasn't a crisis, he wouldn't know how to comport himself. But now the crisis is so big that he has to force Americans to do things. He has to give up the principles that we all abide by as Americans who live under the Constitution. And what he's forgetting is that our rights are not his to give away. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have this power. These are our rights. It's up to us. We get to decide what happens to us medically, or at least that's what the Democrats have been telling us for my entire life. Um, So, yeah, I think it's absolutely insane the way that he's behaving and these nonsensical speeches. They keep trotting him out every day to just unleash this torrent of nothingness upon everybody. It's madness.
0: Right, so two other quick points on that. When he said the only way we get out of this is basically to get everyone vaccinated, he's saying 98%. I mean, that makes no sense if we're to believe that two weeks to flatten the curve, that was the original thing. Remember that a year and a half ago? Mm -hmm. So were they all lying about that? And then he also said because (laughs) of the spread, he said because of the spread to children, and as I have repeated about a thousand times this week, CDC numbers, not Dave Rubin numbers, Mm -hmm. 0.002 percent of children die of COVID. Okay, not two. It is literally less than
2: 500 since the beginning of the pandemic. Right, less than 500. Not to diminish
0: those kids' lives, but not at all. Here we are, Uh, Chad. You are in the free state, at least the free state for now, of Texas. How you feeling about this whole situation and that speech in particular?
3: So first of all, he's not lying. He just doesn't know what he's saying. He has. (laughs)
0: You're being generous, what, yeah.
3: He's a puppet, right? Somebody's got their hand up his ass and they're moving his mouth. Uh, Joe Biden, after the Afghanistan debacle, ought to be in prison or at least in the basement of the old folks home licking the window. I mean, the guy is so addle brained that somebody has to help him chew in order to eat pudding. But it doesn't matter. Like, he was telling the truth. Let's say he was telling the truth, Dave. And and the vaccines work and everybody, he wants everybody to get the vaccine. You know, the beautiful thing about the U.S. Constitution is that it wasn't written to keep you safe and it wasn't written to keep you healthy mm-hmm. the was written to keep you free. So regardless of whether or not the vaccine is working or not, to mandate this in such a way is unconstitutional. It's a it's a violation of people's liberties. It's a violation of people's rights. If, if, if you if you worked for me, let's say you're a female and you worked for me and I came to you as a male and I said, hey, you got to do something for me if you want to keep your job. You would sue me under the, I mean, you would go You would go crazy. This is the exact same thing. You're asking your employees to insert something in their body in order to keep their jobs. <laughs> That's the essence of this mandate. And this is what he's passing down. This is what he's talking about. But it's not a lie. It's just more of the pablum that he's spitting out. And he doesn't even remember what he said in days past in right. regards to the
0: right. So, so in essence, in essence, uh, he's either just a blatant liar or he has no idea what he's talking about. It, you know, and he's just reading whatever they put in front of him. It's hard to say which one of those is true. But you're making a great point about the vaccines related to mandates in terms of work. I have I have my director in here and my producer in this room with me right right now. How insane would it be if I was to say to them, guys, the only way you can continue to work for me is if you get injected with this. Like, what right? I thought we're not into slavery anymore. What right would I have to have them do that? Rob, are we just crazy freedom-loving people? You're up in Canada. Are us Americans, are we just too focused on freedom? You're in Canada. What's going on over there?
4: Yeah, no, it's very, very similar. Um, I would say it's probably worse here with the restrictions. Uh, Trudeau just announced the uh, restrictions on air travel. You have to be vaccinated by uh, November 30th. Um, You still have a window up until the 30th of November to uh, opt for a a negative COVID test and be able to travel. After that, you have to be vaccinated, which is a constitutional violation uh, in terms of freedom uh, for movement, to be able to move around and and go places. Um, But in that Biden speech, I think there's something really important to uh, point out here, which is um, what he said about the vaccinated not being able to spread COVID. Like The idea that we should be a we have to beat the pandemic by getting everybody vaccinated. Therefore, uh, the, the spread will uh, be reduced or uh, people won't spread at all. Okay. That is absolute scientific fiction. Uh, we know that. Um, the vaccines are incredibly effective at preventing serious illness or death. And that seems to remain um, persistent after a number of months. It seems to offer uh, long lasting protection against uh, severe infection or death. However, after several months, according to a recent uh, study in Qatar that uh, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya at Stanford recently appointed me to, um, it showed that after about seven or eight months, the infection rate among the vaccinated is roughly equal to that of the unvaccinated mm-hmm. and offers very little, if negligible, uh, protection against infection. And so we have real world data also uh, supporting this uh, point. We see Israel highly, highly vaccinated. They're seeing devastating third and fourth waves. And that's why Pfizer and Moderna, they're pushing for uh, the booster shot because they know the protection against infection is very, very short. The promise of the vaccine has been exaggerated. Um, And so, you know, this idea is just completely false of, of the vaccinated of uh, just uh, not being able to uh, infect others after a few months.
0: And by the way, to your point about planes, what they're doing in Canada, Trudeau saying, you can't get on a plane after November 30th, uh, you know, in effect, if you're not vaccinated. Every time that you get on a plane, all they do now is tell you how safe planes are. They show you videos of masked people spraying things with green guns. And they tell you about the air filters and that it's the safest place possibly to be. So are they lying or is Biden lying or Trudeau lying? It's a little unclear. We got one more from Biden because now it's not just that the unvaccinated are gonna get you sick and they're most likely racist. They're also tanking the economy.
1: We're headed in the right direction if we don't, if we keep our eye on the ball here. We still have a long way to go. The fact is this has been a pandemic of the unvaccinated, unvaccinated, the unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units. The unvaccinated patients are are leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or in need of a cancer operation, and so much more because they can't get into the ICU. They can't get into the operating rooms. The unvaccinated also put our economy at risk because people are reluctant to go out. Think about this. Even in places where there is no restriction on going to restaurants and gyms and movie theaters, people are not going and anywhere near the numbers because they're worried they're going to get sick.
0: Oh, the lies. Uh, Chad, I'm going to throw this one to you to start. First off, uh, overcrowded hospitals, people dying on the streets, you know, just gurneys everywhere. Haven't seen any video or pictures of that. Are you guys seeing that in uh, Texas? And for some reason, they just can't get that out on the Internet?
3: No, but I'll tell you what I am seeing. I was riding down the street in Texas the other day, and I saw a billboard that had a picture of medical professionals on it. And it said not all heroes wear masks. Well, apparently not all heroes get to keep their jobs unless they get (laughs) vaccinated. Uh, in the state of Texas. Why would you fire medical professionals uh, if this were the case? If this were the situation, why would we be giving termination letters and ultimatums to the people who were in the trenches for 18 months dealing with this crisis? And to his point about people not going to public places, tomorrow is Saturday, which is college football season. And every stadium in America will be jam-packed, shouting, let's go, Brandon. And it's (laughs) going to be... getting together, just super spreader events.
0: Yeah, the beauty of us all coming together to chant, let's go, Brandon. That is, see, they say we have no national cohesion, but maybe not. Uh, Libya. to that point, this people are reluctant to go out thing, Mm -hmm. if if, to the degree that that's true, could that be because everything they say is so conflicting and confusing and they're making everybody afraid and scared?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I also think it's entirely untrue. I live in New York City, and when I walk out into the streets in Brooklyn, they are packed just like they used to be. Uh, downtown Manhattan is full; it's been full for months and months and months and months. Yeah. So there's people everywhere. None of these people seem afraid. They're, you know, in Brooklyn, there's a lot of people wearing masks. There's a lot of people wearing masks when they walk around. But as soon as they sit down at a cafe and get wasted, they take their masks off and then they wander around and puke (laughs) on each other just like they used to. And I think, that you know, the unvaccinated are just the new grandma killers. Biden always has someone to blame. And this is just the latest iteration. And like you said, these people are likely racist, Trump-supporting redneck, grandma-killing, anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorists. And as soon as we get rid of them, maybe they're also speaking at school board meetings, then of course the nation will be far better off. And as to the confusion, I think confusion is much of the point. So long as nobody has any idea what the fuck they're talking about and what they're saying and what they mean, we'll just all throw up our hands and say, all right, fine, we don't know what's going on. Mm. Why don't you just tell us what to do? Uh, and I think that's much of the goal.
0: That is a well yeah. F-bomb. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, and we'll see it with climate change, too. That's the next uh, require you to behave in certain ways thing.
0: Rob, Rob as you're hearing all yeah. of this and you hear Biden saying all this stuff, and we're we're giving some numbers here, we're giving some facts and some studies showing that he's lying. Since you work at the New York mm-hmm. Post, which was banned from Twitter for the Hunter Biden story before the election, now we're sort of allowed to talk about it. Um, why do you think Twitter has not banned Joe Biden or banned any of the accounts that spread Joe Biden's obvious misinformation?
4: Oh, yeah. The misinformation list is incredibly extensive. Like I can point to you different tweets and things he said that are not based in science. And we know big tech is colluding uh, uh, with the Democratic Party, with Joe Biden. They're on team blue. They're not on team red. And and they've totally politicized the science. And real quick, I want to dispel this myth, um, this broad oversimplification that Biden offered in his speech that we just played about the unvaccinated overwhelming hospitals, Mm -hmm. um, overcrowding ICUs, and all this. Okay, so the unvaccinated, that is a huge category of people. You can't just say the unvaccinated are crowding hospitals. Okay, it's overwhelmingly. uh, the people who are in hospitals are in ICUs, Are over- the, the unvaccinated people are overwhelmingly old, like over 60, 70, 80, have underlying health conditions. It's not healthy uh, 40-year-old unvaccinated people filling up the hospitals. It's overwhelmingly older people who probably should get vaccinated, by the way, in order to prevent serious illness uh, or death. But it's not, you know, it's I'm not a threat, you're not a threat, Dave, or other people who may- have chosen maybe not to get vaccinated who are young and don't have comorbidities or underlying health conditions, they're not overwhelming the system. And also secondly, um, there was a recent study that was featured in the Atlantic, which showed that in the first half of 2021, 50% of COVID hospitalizations were for mild or asymptomatic cases, meaning that we had a lot of hospitalizations where people came in with a broken leg or to an unrelated issue, and they tested positive for COVID or, they, they had COVID but it was a mild case and the doctor uh, decided you know we have room here and we're gonna keep this individual here and take preventative measures and just monitor him or her. Um, it's not, um, you know, individual hospitals, some of them are overwhelmed. We see this in New York. Uh, and so, you know, we should be figuring out ways to, uh, you know, bolster the staffing, not fire nurses, uh, but this idea that uh, hospitals are totally overwhelmed everywhere is, is, again, it's, it's it's not true. We know that there's some inflation going on. Um, and so this is, again, just another lie that obviously Twitter or Instagram or any of these other big tech companies, that uh, they will not step in at all unless it's it goes against the, the medical and political orthodoxy of the left.
0: Yeah, and for the record, I'm not saying that some of the hospitals aren't stressed, but as Chad said, you don't fire healthcare workers in the middle of this if that actually is the case. And why is it? Just somebody show me one hospital on planet Earth where there are just dead people outside and people that can't get in. Why haven't we seen one city with that? We haven't seen one place somewhere in Africa where perhaps they don't have clean water and they don't have masks and everything else. We haven't seen that that anywhere. Uh, but let's let's shift from Joe Biden and his lies uh, to other liars that are in this country. Uh, Rob, you wrote a piece for The New York Post on what's going on in Minneapolis and of course Ilhan Omar is the wonderful Marxist uh, representative uh, for that area. They have a new anti-police proposal that's going to ab- that they'd like to push forth, that's going to abolish the police department and replace it with a new public safety agency. That sounds like it'll work. I'm gonna quote you here. On November 2nd, residents got get a chance to vote on a proposed charter amendment that would abolish the police department and replace it with a new public safety agency. The initiative aims to remedy state-sanctioned violence against black lives in the aftermath of George Floyd's tragic death, according to its proponents, the radical activist group Yes for Minneapolis. The new public safety agency would strike down the inner, strike down the city, the city charter's mandate requiring the police department to maintain a minimum level of staffing, which is currently deficient by more than 200 officers Rob, come on. If we get rid of the police, everything will be fine. What are you talking about? Why are you trying to freak people out?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: I mean, you can listen to Elon Omar or, or rather read what she recently wrote in a in an op-ed saying that the new the new police system that they're going to implement is going to be based in love, humanity, and compassion. Like, "Oh, so rosy and nice. It just warms my heart." Like, "Come on, a system based in love and compassion?" Like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> but the problem is you have you're reaching record levels of homicide in Minneapolis. I've interviewed some of these people. Uh, you have communities where there's rampant violence. There's there's gunshots firing every night. Um, there are people that are residents leaving in droves. You have kids being diagnosed with psychiatric uh, disorders due to being traumatized from hearing gunfire every night, being afraid to go play outside, walk to the bus stop, uh, et cetera. These residents are, are overwhelmingly uh, black, low income in neighborhoods uh, where there are a lot of, you know, kind of systemic issues that we shouldn't be paying attention to, not, you know, abolishing uh, uh, the police. And, and then so that's the problem with this uh, initiative. There are certain parts of it that may be that we may look at, like having more of a, you know, mental health response and certain, you know, domestic issues and integrating, you know, broader mental health services, et cetera. You know, that makes sense. But this idea of just this radical overhaul where we abolish the police and replace it with this new public safety agency, which, you know, they say they're going to use police officers if necessary. If necessary, that's absolutely Mm -hmm. insane. We saw it in in the aftermath of George Floyd, how uh, homicides skyrocketed. Last year was the second... Deadliest year in the city's history because police officers retreated. Uh, like you mentioned in my article, I write about more the, the police force being deficient by more than 200 officers. And criminals, you know, they're not just people who are going to listen to these slogans of love, compassion, humanity. They see the signals of oh, the police are not going to do their job. You know, politicians and activists are attacking them, and so they've stopped. Okay, we're going to start killing each other in mass numbers and commit this violence because we know we're not going to be punished. And so this is an entire disaster. It's already, we're, we're at this incredibly uh, catastrophic state. And this initiative is going gonna, is gonna to just create absolute anarchy in the city. And, I, and I'm really, really worried for these uh, individuals that I've interviewed who don't have a voice, who are scared for their lives because of people like Elon Omar, BLM, and these other activist groups.
0: Yeah, Chad, you got to help me with this because you live in Texas. And in Texas... People have guns and in Texas they fund the police department and people are moving to Texas and Texas isn't a bloodbath much like Minneapolis or Portland or Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. Is is Rav nuts here? I mean, what's going on? Why aren't you guys just shooting each other? What's happening? I don't get it.
3: You know, we're on the heels actually of a shooting that happened the other day in Mansfield, Texas. Uh, But of course um, the judicial system in Texas is messed up too they immediately release the kid who is on video. He's guilty of doing it. Uh, Down in Austin, if you call the police, unless you're in the process of being raped or murdered, uh, they've, they've systematically defunded the police in Austin, Texas. They're not gonna come unless you're in one of those dire situations. So it's starting to ebb and flow over into this state as well, unfortunately. And this is the thing that I was addressing in my new book, Am I Crazy? When I take on this woke culture, you know, this is my common sense guide to the end of the world, because as long as we're embracing this type of mindset, uh, we're only going to see the further exposure of the depravity of man, and it's going to bleed out into our streets. You know, when you start defunding the police and you start replacing them with social workers, you're going to do exactly what Rob says. You're going to see an increase in violence and crime. And right now, people are getting a slap on the hand. You can steal certain things as long as it doesn't exceed a certain dollar limit. And to me, this is almost like sending a chihuahua into the dogfight, right? The chihuahua may have all the desire to be there, may have all of the fire in his belly to be there. But let's face it, we know what the end result is going to be. The chihuahua's not going to, well, no matter how well his intentions are in being in the pit, Uh, he's going to get chewed up and spit out. And that's exactly what we're doing Uh, We're seeing we're seeing this um, this mass nonsense that that what we've discovered is lefty, lunatic, progressive wokes, the wokey wokes. They don't care about human life at the end of the day, as long as it sounds good when they're spitting their Pablo out and making it politically correct.
0: Libby, do you think that's it? I had uh, Rand Paul on a couple days ago and he was trying to be fair to these people that their heart is big, but their brain is small. I'm kind of over giving them, oh, their intentions are good. Like they're ruining everything. We're watching them do it in real time. We're watching the end of the West happen. Like I'm kind of over it. But do you think that any of them at this point have good intentions?
2: I'm sure that they think they have good intentions. I'm sure that they think that they are the whitest white saviors that ever walked the face of the earth and that this is their duty as white progressives and as activists to make sure that those poor black people who are being victimized by criminals in their neighborhood aren't victimized by police trying to stop those criminals. And I think that's a real problem. As to the social worker thing, there was a little girl who lived in Brooklyn years ago. Her name was Nix Mary Brown. She was um, attended to by the social workers in New York. There's a lot of funding for social work in New York. They knew about her, they knew her family and they let her die from neglect. She was chained to her bed Her family was very cruel to her, and she died. The social workers were on the case. These parents should have been arrested. They should have been locked up. Mm -hmm. They should have not been allowed to take care of their child who they weren't taking care of. And, you know, this little girl was just one of many. These kinds of problems with social work groups funded by states and governments, uh, it's across the Northeast specifically, which is what I know about. It's in New York. It's in New Jersey. It's in Pennsylvania. These social workers are they have a lot of cases. Uh, They show up. They don't really tend to do the job that's necessary. Children are still being neglected and abused. And now we're supposed to add to their workload by giving them the money that, you know, we're currently giving police. Then what's going to happen when the social workers show up and get shot? Who's going to do something about it then? Look at the case of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year. Mm -hmm. That was a whole big issue. He showed showed up um, at his ex's house. The police were called because he was violating a restraining order. He was reaching into his car. You know, social workers are there. What's going to happen? He did end up having a weapon in his car. What's the situation then?
1: Who's protecting Mm
2: -hmm. these kids? Um, Do we really have... Are our social workers so much more brilliant than our police officers? Just because they have graduate degrees from top universities, we know what those are worth.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't yeah. offend someone with a graduate degree. But Chad, I wanna throw it back to you for a sec because you mentioned Austin. Austin obviously is the bluest city in Texas. A lot of people are moving there. Just yesterday, Elon Musk said he's moving uh, Tesla over there. Joe Rogan has moved there. A whole bunch of tech people have left San Francisco. Most are going to Miami, but some going to Austin. How do you protect the rest of... Texas from what's happening in Austin. And just for the record, I was there a couple weeks ago. It is a totally nice place. Yes, there was a decent amount of homeless and all that stuff. Uh, so this is not a condemnation of everyone that lives in Austin, but if you want to keep Texas red, what do you do?
3: Well, someone asked me from a newspaper recently, she said, you know, of course, I'm running for governor uh, to primary Greg Abbott because I don't believe he's doing a good job as a conservative. And uh, somebody said, if you make it to Austin, do you think you you could handle it since Austin's not like the rest of Texas? I said, well, that's a very telling question. We need to make Austin like the rest of Texas. Uh, when The motto of Austin has been for a long time, keep Austin weird. Well, when you have tens of thousands of homeless people and transients living under bridges and in the parks and out on the streets, and that is a lifestyle choice, trust me, it's very, very weird. Uh, This is a situation where we have fostered this. Uh, There's a mayor in Austin. Uh, There's various folks that have become little tyrants, little dictators that are handing out their edicts that are absolutely not, not only not Texan, but they're not American. And this is something that has got to be quelched. It's got to be pushed down because this is, a, this is an untenable future for Texas that we're pushing forward. And it, it directly affects every big city in Texas, El Paso, San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, and now even Fort Worth, where I am now, uh, all voting blue consistently these days. And we're seeing this uh, in a mass flow of trying to get Texas to turn blue. Now, you mentioned Silicon Valley and you know, when Greg Abbott threw his arms open to big tech to bring in these companies here, everybody said, great, it's jobs for Texans. But now they can't keep those jobs unless they're going to get vaccinated. So does these, these these big companies call back home to California? And they bring in the indoctrinated and the mm. inoculated. These jobs. So now we see a mass influx of Californians with the same ideology coming to work for these major companies and they're inundating Austin and Austin is coming nothing more become nothing more than a, a, a representative representation of Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah, I, I get it. Look, you know, I'm here in crazy L.A. And, and I think about Florida often and Texas, obviously, and we'll see where where my future lands me. But I, it's like to me, if I lived in one of those places now, I'd be thinking about building a wall or having them or at least you got to sign something saying you're not going to vote in the first five years of being here. You're not going to vote for all the stuff that destroyed the place that you're fleeing.
3: Yeah, if I had my way moved here, you'd have to sign something saying you won't vote for four years until you understand the spirit of Texas, right? I wish we could get away with that.
0: There you go. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll also know, Rob, did, I want to give you the last word on this one. Um, how bad do you think it has to get in Minneapolis before the progressives there that are so brainwashed by Ilhan and the rest of them realize, oh no, actually maybe we do need police and, you know, a social worker showing up to a shooting, probably not the best idea.
4: Yeah, well, well, I don't know. It's already, we're already reaching record high uh, levels of homicide, uh, like I already mentioned before. Um, I think it's very important to highlight the, the racial divisions at play here, which are totally contrary to what you hear in the mainstream media. If you look at the polls in Minneapolis, you see greater support for abolishing the police and replacing it with this new progressive model in uh, among college-educated, younger uh, white folks there. You see, you see very little support uh, in the black community in Minneapolis for these initiatives. And and like I said, you know, this receives minimal media coverage. It's, it's so bizarre to me. It's like, I'm the only one, you know, covering this. I live here in Vancouver. I'm not even American. I'm not mm-hmm. even immersed in this community. I have no idea what it feels like to fear for your life, you know, on a daily basis. But, I, you know, talking to some of these people, they've been terrorized by crime. They're writing uh, petitions asking the governor to call the National Guard to come into their communities to protect them against the, the brazen criminality, the rampant violence. Um, and you, you know, you can compare this to last year, uh, you know, the revolt in the New York Times um, against the, the Tom Cotton op-ed for calling for the National Guard yep. uh, to, to quell the BLM riots. Meanwhile, you have actual, um, overwhelmingly black community members calling for military presence in their community because the police aren't there and the activists are railing against the police and they're demoralized. So you see how these woke progressive people live in a fundamentally distorted reality where, where words are violence, where microaggressions are the violence compared to people in these marginalized communities where actual violence is threatening their lives, not just what somebody said to you on Twitter or what dumb microaggression that some idiot said to you, right? These are the differences that that are crucial that, that, are, that differentiate between the progressive woke politics and what actual ordinary working class and low-class people experience on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, big heart, small brain, and at some point I think you gotta start questioning the hard part. All right, we only got a couple minutes left. This, I think, was the story of the week. Uh, Playboy, for the first time, uh, had a gay male cover. Take a look, here we go. We're gonna show you a little video. They even put a little, they made it move for video purposes. So there's some guy on Playboy. He's dressed up like a Playboy playmate. There you go, zippity doodah. dah um, Chad, I assume a lot of guys that subscribe to Playboy, I'm not sure how many people do at this point, uh, they must you're, you know, be pretty excited about that, right? Because that shows that they're more diverse and open-minded and things of that
1: nature.
3: Listen, I'm a red-blooded American male. I'm very visually oriented and I always read Playboy for the pictures. Uh, I- <laughs> I don't know who they were targeting uh, in this. I don't know what demographic they were going after. I mean, this is like Out Magazine putting a a heterosexual. (laughs) I mean, what's the point? It doesn't make any sense. What are you trying to promote here? It doesn't make any sense to me. But this is a perfect situation of just you're being woke for the sake of being woke. And so in my book, when I ask, am I crazy? This is a perfect example. The world has gone crazy.
0: Libby, is this like the perfect example also of how woke destroys everything? Like <laughs> like not one person, there is literally not one person on planet Earth who wasn't subscribing to Playboy that's now going to subscribe because of that. However, there are people probably that subscribe to Playboy that are just going to say, this isn't my thing. Not because they're homophobes, but they're, that wasn't what they were subscribing to. Woke destroys everything. Right.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with a lot of what Chad said, but I also would like to say to the men of the world, if you want to step up and be on cover magazines and, you know, be objectified like all the pretty headed little ladies before you, by all means, strut your stuff, go for it, (laughs) take the place that so many women have been in before, Uh, you know, go for it, objectify the hell out of yourself. And um Nobody really subscribes to Playboy anyway. I think they stopped printing, didn't they? Did they even exist? Uh, I just remember a stack of uh, Playboys. There was a stack of Playboys in my uncle Sid's foyer when I was a kid. And uh, my cousins and I had a field day with us. (laughs) <laughs> Chad, what were you Michael, say? playboy experience.
3: I had you know it's, it's an interesting question i asked my producers when we talked about this the other day and nobody knows if they're even still in print
0: that's why
2: they did it my guys are so telling me they're not in print they anymore. anymore yeah it was just maybe that's what it was a marketing scheme so that people would notice they exist
0: rob you're getting the final word i assume you will be subscribing to the <laughs> digital edition of playboy am i correct
4: after looking at that photo, I'm going to convert. I'm no longer a <laughs> That That photo was so sexy and so provocative that I will be subscribing now. Um, but but you know what? I, I feel like they're not even targeting like ordinary like gay people. I feel like this is like a target towards like very woke, Gen Z, you know, gay, you know, queer, non-binary type of people with the kind of display that they have. And so like that, that's what happens, right? You have you know, people at the New York Times, people at reputable institutions and Playboy and college universities who are young, who are woke, Gen Z, who have all these radical ideas and they just want to destroy everything, reconstruct beauty standards, aesthetics, language and everything. And so you see all this woke rot everywhere. And I will make sure I subscribe to Playboy <laughs> right away after we get after this call.
0: I can't believe that someone actually is going to subscribe to playboy after this thing. <laughs> uh, Rob, Chad, Libby, thank you guys. I hope you'll all come back. I'm going to finish up for a couple minutes without you, but have a good weekend and keep up the good work. Right. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks
3: Dave.
0: All right, guys, that's, that's it for the week. Uh, it was a good one. I felt, I felt good all week. You know, I, I know there's these moments of frustration that we're all feeling and, uh, it just is part of it right now, like that we're just being dragged by liars. Um, and we have to, we have to figure out how to navigate within that. Um, but I really did enjoy the week. I got a lot of messages from you guys that the show is getting funnier and you're laughing more. And, you know, when I unboxed Fauci or the cat thing that we did or just whatever, that you're just like able to watch the news and not hate everything. Um, and in many ways, that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing it sort of for myself to feel that way too. Uh, so I do appreciate all the support. And I, and I also wanna say that as we are dragged, because that's what they're doing, when Biden lies about everything, when the mainstream media then repeats all the lies, when they tell us 3.5 trillion is zero and boys or girls, all the lies that you know, it's like then every day we have to counter the lies, right? We have to say, no, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. But what happens is as we do that, unless we're building something else, at the same time, then we just keep getting dragged because they're never gonna stop. And the amount of energy and time and wherewithal that we have to spend correcting their nonsense uh, is, is a suck away from us producing things. Uh, so that obviously is why I started Locals. That's why I'm so interested in the people that are building new things and really fighting the good fight. And I would say as this vaccine mandate nonsense keeps getting pushed and I keep telling you about my email box that's absolutely blowing up and uh, people in the locals community have been telling me all sorts of things that, that they're going through. And by the way, I announced in the locals community that anyone that's part of our, our community, if you're, um, if you're out of work or you're gonna be put out of work because of COVID, like I don't want your money And we will gladly give you a year free. Like, this is just nonsense and we need each other more than ever. And I like that we're becoming a safe haven from, from some of the insanity. But it's also obvious to me that, you know, the big tech thing, you know, we didn't even talk today about what happened with Facebook this week and everything else. That the, the chasm between when they lie and how quickly we can expose the lies, like it used to be like this, like, you know, it was like they could lie and then before the internet, they could just lie forever and it didn't matter if you could expose their lie, who could you tell? You could tell your neighbor or you could call somebody and tell them. Then the internet came and we started being able to expose. Then video came and we could do it faster and then Twitter and then it started getting real close. Now the problem is we're exposing their lies in real time and how long will that be tenable? That really is the question that's on my mind more than anything else. Like how long will they allow us to, you know, say that Donald Trump can't be on Twitter because he's mean and orange but Joe Biden can lie about everything. I mean, everything that we just showed you that Joe Biden said today is a lie. It's a it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it's the unvaccinated crashing the economy. And that, um what was the other one at the beginning? It was, uh, God, there's so many lies. It's, oh, that only unvaccinated people. I mean, this was the biggest lie. Only unvaccinated people are spreading COVID. These are all lies. But why doesn't Twitter alert you that they're lies? Hmm? Hmm? You think they maybe are in it together? You think maybe? I'm a radical. I know. I know. I, I didn't know I was a radical. And then I became a radical. This is as radical as it gets, by the way. Um, anyway, I hope you have a great weekend. It's uh, my assistant Helen's birthday. Helen, you're in the Ruben Report community right now chatting with people. It was your birthday two days ago, I know. But we're celebrating your birthday tonight. And wait till the dinner. We are cooking up for you with the team. Happy birthday to Helen who keeps me in order. And, and this show, she is the, the engine that makes sure that I'm dressed right and that I sit where I'm supposed to sit, where when I'm supposed to sit there and all that good stuff. That's what we're doing tonight. And then we're just going to kind of relax over the weekend. I hope that's exactly what you will do too. And just keep fighting, guys. Whether it's, whether it's sharing videos, if that's the best you can do, that's fine. But just start saying what you think. You might find that your neighbor, who you thought was a crazy progressive nutbag, isn't. You might find that someone else isn't. And then together we can all start fixing this thing. I know we can fix it. You know, I've been saying, and then then I'll let you go. I've been saying that it's getting hard to see like the, the star in the distance. I think especially here in California, like it doesn't seem like there's any hope. And I don't know that I can find it here in Cali. But in this country, there are still good people. And and human spirit is stronger than these authoritarian liars and crazy people. And and But the only way we can prove it is if you show a little bit of heart right now, right? Like say what you think if you're being dragged, the person that emailed me this week was being dragged into diversity and training things, uh, who's a teacher, a junior high school teacher in Jersey and sent me some images of, of the stuff that they're being brainwashed. It's like, you gotta start showing that to other people. We all gotta be pushing back because these people, they're not that great and they're not that scary. They seem to have a lot of power and they have big tech and they have algorithms, but what are they? They're just a bunch of genderless losers who want to control your life. Don't let them. They don't control my life. I don't ever leave my house, but you know, whatever. Guys, have a great weekend. And if you want to play along with us and see what we're cooking for Helen tonight, rubinreport.locals.com. Have a great weekend and I'll see you guys on Monday.